What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth. <laughs> Uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities at JP, how are you, sir? I'm doing wonderful, Tim. I have something incredible to say. This might be the best inspirational story I've had this year. Whoa, it's October, so that's a lot of inspirational stories. I mean, we did take a a break between July and now, but man, this one's good, and you're going to love it. I'm definitely going to have to do mine first because... I love mine and it's super cute, but it's cute to me. So. <laughs> it's going to be cute to the listeners too, Tim. What do you got? All right. So I have this really, really awesome story about a 10-year-old girl. Um, she's from Scotland. Her and her father actually set a goal to climb mountains. Um, right now, my link is not popping up, so I can't really go too far into it. But from what I remember, they were the Munros Mountains. I think I'm saying that incorrectly but i'll get it correct soon um long story short they set this goal whenever she was five years old now at five years old her and her father they started climbing up one they enjoyed it so much they were like hey it's gonna take time because there's so many of them um there was this explorer i believe his name was monroe and he's the one who found all of these mountains and he basically would talk about you know hiking them and and taking his roots and he had a journal and stuff. So it's like super legendary from where they're from. Um, And whenever they decided to do this, they didn't know how long it was going to take. They just knew it was going to take time. And when they started again, five years old, they kept going. She never really got hurt. Her father will always stay close to her, but she did all the walking herself. She never got carried or anything like that. And she completed all, I believe it was 25 or two. No, I apologize. Like 250 different mountains within five years. Um, I'm not exactly sure how long the hikes were at this point because my article isn't pulling up at all, but I did read it multiple times to know the fact that it took them five years, the fact that they did it together, and the fact that she was sad about it at the end because she said, I'm really happy because I completed something that a lot of people are trying to do throughout their life, but I'm sad because me and my dad won't be able to do this anymore. We don't have another goal together. And then that's whenever her father came in and they're actually setting new goals to climb and hike higher and bigger mountains so i just thought this was really cool and inspiring for me as a parent because a long-term goal to set with your child honestly it's super important i didn't really realize that until reading this article but then two you're 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 giving your daughter a gift of believing in herself to do so much more to do things that people are trying to do their entire lives she's able to do it at such a young age it's going to show her that impossible is just a word so i I don't know I, i it was super inspiring to me as a parent that's the reason why i wanted to bring it up I'm sorry that I butchered the story a little bit at the beginning. My link not working just threw me off for a second. But yeah, shout out to, um, I believe her name was Haley, to be honest with you, from Scotland. You can tell Tim is a girl dad. So what goals do you have with Layla right now? Honestly, man, I don't have any long-term goals. And that's where I was, I I thought about it. I even talked to Edna about it after I read this article. And uh, right now, I think I'm just trying to figure out what she enjoys and help her do it and have as much fun as possible. I just want to make sure she has some type of structure. So long-term goals, I'm trying to figure it out right now. What does she enjoy? And I'll push her towards that direction. So this story inspired you to have long-term goals together with your daughter. Indubitably. 
Nice. I'm definitely so looking for them right now. <laughs> yeah, this whole this whole inspirational story, mine and yours, is made for you today. But hey. for our listeners, we have audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Uh, so Wednesday morning, we had a conversation about tacos and or Wednesday afternoon. And I thought to myself, you know, I want some tacos. And I had some tacos and they were great. So I'm grateful for our conversations whenever it inspires me to get good food. Were they Bria That's tacos? All. Yeah, they were, of course, man. That's what we were, we were just talking about beer tacos. I was like, wait a minute, man. It's been man, like a week and you, a half. Telling you that place in Midwest City goes, man, like, um, so, um, I promise you, I'm getting ready to go on a taco tour. Like, I'm just going to have no, to update. You're, not, you're going to Vegas. Get out of here. After Vegas, I'm going to the taco tour. <laughs> Speaking of Vegas, I'm grateful for um, having a job that gives me the opportunity to move around sometimes, you know? Go place to place, Ugh. cover different things. Sometimes I'm working on a website. Sometimes I'm covering things over here. Sometimes I'm covering things over here. It's really great. I don't get to go to Vegas like Tim, but you know, it is different hey. every day. Hey. That's awesome, JP. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you're able to see so much. <laughs> also... Tim, when we were growing up together, did you ever skateboard? Dude, I, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I had a whole skateboarding click, man. How hard is skateboarding? You have to have balance, strength. You have to be consistent, strong ankles. <laughs> so much, man. There's a lot. You, you got to be determined, go through some pain. It's tough. It really is tough. So to give Tim an opportunity to make fun of me, do I have a good vision? <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to, that was an immediate laugh. Yeah, your, your vision's pretty. Your pre, vision's pretty bad, man. Without them contacts, okay. woo. Yeah, I know. Even with the contacts, sometimes. So, can you imagine skateboarding blind? Man, no. Like that has to be. That has to be ridiculously difficult. Just the balancing alone, right there, has got to be ridiculous. Just a ride if somebody were to push you, man. So, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Okay, so my story today is about Dan Manchina. He's a Michigan native. He grew up skateboarding at seven, got serious at 13, developed a love for the sport. Going through his life, he's like, I was a pretty normal person until his mid-20s. He got a neurodegenic eye disease that took away his vision. So he went from being completely good to being blind in like less than two years. And he said it crippled him. He couldn't do anything anymore. He said it was like starting over. He said, I'm trying to figure out what is a blind person? What can a blind person do? He said, you're just like stuck. You can't, you can't do anything by yourself that you want to do or with friends. You're just in your own little world. Eventually he got out of depression, went to orientation, got mobility training slowly started getting gaining confidence he's like i want to go fish i want to spend times outdoors but most of all he wanted to skateboard right indeed but he was like Ugh. everyone told him was like you can't skateboard it's kind of impossible you can't see so he took his sight thing 
and he started trying and then he got better at it and then he got better at it then he started uploading his videos to instagram he'd have his friends record them this man got so good he started getting thousands of followers on instagram imagine tim imagine doing like kick flips over a two-foot board blind yeah Pretty see, impressive, that's exactly right? it's beyond impressive because oh yeah keep going please so he, what I'm he so does intrigued. is he he takes he fills his skateboard out with one leg and he takes his stick and gets on it and then he rides and he uses his stick to fill out what's in front of him and then he jumps on them so like he'll he'll feel it coming and they'll jump and grind it or like jump over it or he'll get on a ramp he's Dude, doing it blind this, this this is so beautiful to me, man. This, you're right. This story was for me. I appreciate you so much. And anybody else that's a fan of skateboarding, oh my gosh. Like, if you ever skateboarded in your life, JP, that's, it sounds oh, so beautiful to see, man. Like, did you really? Never good. No, 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 I couldn't do it. No. I remember you were a mighty, you told me about the Mighty Ducks fan, being a fan, playing hockey out in the front. Oh, when Tony Hawk came out? I was everyone was everyone was trying to be a skateboarder. I just wasn't good enough. You can ask my mom. She was like, "I bought you a skateboard. You never rode it." I was like, "I was tired of falling." <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. So he got so good on Instagram, he ended up getting signed by Adidas. Right? Man, that's awesome. Now he has a new life goal, and he's like, "I want to build skate parks." So he started a nonprofit foundation called Keep Pushing Incorporated. And they've been running, they've been raising money. He's been taking his Adidas money and taking his donation money. And he's raised $40,000 for a park. This park is going to be fully accessible for anybody. Doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair, you're blind. He said, kids that have disabilities still need access to skateboarding too. And these extreme sports, he's making the first ever fully accessible skate park. Not only that, he's pushing to get skateboarding in the Paralympics. So people like him, people that are blind in wheelchairs, losing an arm or a leg, they can go out and skateboard too and show off their skills in the Paralympics. So yeah, that's my inspirational story, Tim. Pretty good, right? Oh, it gets even better. Gets Ah. even better. Did you know November is Blindness Awareness Month? (laughs) The timing for you. I think I that's that. really awesome. Oh, it's, well, it's October, my bad. But I just think it's really awesome. It's in points. Just it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's it's man. It's beautiful to me. First off, skateboarding is art. I don't care anybody has to say. Skateboarding was just in the Olympics recently for the first time ever in like 2016 or whatever it was. Man, like it's a respected sport. They're doing it all over the world now. Back when we tried to start skateboarding back in the two th- early 2000s when Tony Hawk was doing his thing, the video game, well, he was already doing his thing since the 90s, but 80s maybe, but uh, the video game came out and that's when it got real popular for us. And I definitely hid my skateboarding. I didn't want anybody to know, you know, I wanted people to think I was a basketball player or whatever. I wasn't trying to let anybody know I was into skateboarding and I fell in love with it, man. I, I was decent at it too. But uh, to hear, like, I-, I couldn't imagine being blind, man, like in doing it. So to see the fact that somebody per- persevered and they did this, and they're inspiring so many other people and not only inspiring, man, they're doing something about 
the inequality that they have. Like, yo, I want people like me to enjoy this. I want this to be in the Paralympics. And if it's in the Paralympics, uh, please believe I would rather watch that than anything else on TV right now. Like, I would be right in front of the TV like, hey, guys, I may have to call in. The same way that people treat the World Cup when that comes on, that's how I feel like I'm going to be treating the Paralympics if I were to see something like that. Like, yo, I can't believe this dude is doing the impossible right now. So, yeah, that story right there is beyond inspirational. I think it may be the best inspirational story we have had in a while, man, in a very, very long time on The Positive Truth. I can't say it's the best one ever because there's a lot of great ones out there for sure. You know we got the uh, Paralympics on at the, like, the Olympic Channel at the Lounge, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I turn it on all the time. I'm not watching <laughs> baseball. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stops. I'm watching old M- NBA games and stuff. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's like old NBA TV before, like, summertime. It was the old old NBA games and, para- and the Olympic Channel. That's it. <laughs> uh, hey, that's Olympic a, Channel that's always a goes hard, though. Always goes hard, no matter what's on. Anyway, did you have a quote before we get out of here? The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate all of our listeners. Please go give us a five-star review with the comments so we can spread this positivity out to the world. And we're out. Stay positive.